Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Welcome, nerds and geeks, to the Xanathar, a D&D 5e homebrew podcast brought to you by the Nerd Asylum. Previously on the Xanathar. So as you're coming, you're coming out of the hallway and you kind of see this bright green light start to emit and then it just overtakes everything and you're thrown backwards into that hallway. You seem to be in some kind of hospital situation. There's a gurneys next to you. And your friends are all laying on these gurneys. And now, on to the next episode of The Xanathar! At this point, you hear a, a ding 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 ding, like a little bell sound coming down the hallway. And anybody that looks down there will see a cat in the distance, walking towards you. These are my and as it gets closer, you start to recognize the fur pattern, and it's Silverdoof, but Silverdoof has a bell on a collar, and looks like she's recently had a bath. Like, not given by herself, but, you know, like she's been cleaned up. Her hair looks fluffy and shiny. She jumps up, and she seems to have something in her mouth. And she uh, jumps up on the bed of uh, Zandrea at the end there and drops that uh, leather-bound book with a uh, piece of parchment folded up. Just kind of drops it down. Opens it and also pets her. Well, she hands the book over to uh, her brother and she's like giving the kitty the lovin's. Oh, you're so sweet. I followed us over here. Oh, my goodness, what a sweet baby princess. Starts purring and arching its back and rubbing into the- My actual cat is so upset right now. <laughs> what? Because she's got to stay inside the cage. <laughs> Cheating on her. <laughs> and as you open the parchment and read it, um, it's from Javi. And it says, meet me in the normal place. Dude, how did Javi not die from this? He was in the other room. Oh, that's right. That's right. He was behind a closed door. He got lucky. I did a good thing. Yay! (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that would have been me. Like, I would have been super pissed if we would have done all that to save Uh, him just to get him. (laughs) Just for him to die. God damn it! So yeah, the cat continues to purr as... You have this parchment, and you've handed the book to Gildorn, right? Yes. What's everybody else doing? I have a question, Joe. Okay. Last episode from TacTac, I grabbed his receipt book and his necklace. Mm-hmm. Are those along with my effects, or did those get destroyed? No, all your stuff is still with you. Okay, cool. Just double-checking. Uh, I think Nero's going to sit up 
kind of rubbing his head and looking at everyone, just be like, well, we're still alive, everyone all right? Definitely been better. Amelia? I'm not, I, I think I hurt all over. Why did he have to blow us up? Because he couldn't kill us. That's crazy, you know that, right? I'm not sure I'm a fanatic. Fanatics are crazy. She just continues to lay there. He just tries to move to sit up and just, ow, ow. Okay, I'm going back down. Can I reach um, Nero where he's sitting on the floor? Yeah. Yeah, he's right I'm next gonna, to your bed. I'm going to reach out and cast Cure Wounds on him. Aww. For 10 healing points. I have HP. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm going to do the same thing to myself. <laughs> okay. Because I hurt for eight. Okay. So you uh, you reach down and you <laughs> cast your wounds on Nero and then you pat yourself and cast your wounds. Gildorn, roll a perception check. Uh, nine. Okay. <laughs> Who's next to Gildorn? Uh, that'd be Zandrea. Roll a perception check. 21. Okay. As Gildorn is uh, kind of putting the book away, he doesn't even notice, but you see a piece of parchment fall out between the sheets and land on the floor. Ren, you dropped something. Mm-hmm. What? Pick it up. I look down to find the other piece of parchment and grab onto it and open it up. Okay. You open it up. It's been folded in quarters, so it's been folded once and then folded in the opposite direction to make it kind of quartered out. And as you open it up, it says in common at the top, order, colon, letter of intent, dash, acquisition of business. And then below that, it says, Dear Davil, this letter, letter of intent, sets forth the basic preliminary terms between the buyer or his nominee and yourselves regarding the purchase of the Four Winds Trading Company, carried on by yourselves. Except as specifically set forth herein, this letter of intent shall not constitute an agreement between the parties, and no agreement shall be deemed to exist until execution of a definitive purchase agreement. And then it continues on with legalese. There's five or six paragraphs, and it follows up with... That is a long sentence. It is expressly understood that if the complete contemplated transaction is cons consummated, the aggregate amount of commission paid or payable to yourselves, net of reasonable expenses acceptable to buyer, in respect of all purchases of uh, in respect of all purchases of said business made through you from the date of this letter, will henceforth and be delivered to buyer during the week of, and then it's dated for tomorrow's date. So as he, I, he's kind of reading that out loud, and he's still just not in the right frame of mind he's like does anybody understand this keep it here and he hands it to his sister so yeah i'm not gonna make you actually try to figure it out it's <laughs> uh as um hobby's employee and having to do deliveries and stuff with him all the time would i know what that's talking about like you would recognize it as a formal business letter but as you were not, like, in the actual management or anything like that, it, it's probably a bit above your 
above your pay grade. It's not something you would typically deal with. Uh, but Zandrea, as you own your own business, uh, you would be able to identify that this is actually a letter of intent to purchase said business. So the, um, yeah, the Four Winds Trading Company. So this Davos guy had a package sent from him to, to where were they taking, or are they just taking it to Davos Seastar? Seasong. Yes, to clarify, the package was delivered was being delivered to Davil Starzong. And he never got it. And then we have this. Where did this come from? The book? And the book has all these names. I've hit my head too hard to have one really want to deal with this. Run, you deal with it. He likes that down. <laughs> Is there any sort of markings on the book that resemble the symbol of the Xantharum. There are no markings, it's just all names. Mm -hmm. And then this paper that fell out in between the pages. Like, this is not a page from the book. It's very clear that it's not been torn from the book or anything. It's a separate page that was stuffed in the center of the book. Uh, Cadis, you'll remember when you were looking through, you did see that there was a folded piece of parchment in the center of the book. Indeed. And he he was probably in the process of unfolding the parchment when mm-hmm. the explosion went off, so that's fun. And we actually saw that there was it was dated for tomorrow. Yep. Well, I believe we have uh, somewhere where we need to be tomorrow. She looks at her brother like he is crazy and then looks over to Amelia. Devil Star Song is gonna be at the thirsty throat. I have to go there. So I was going to say, we all need to go there. We, After what we just experienced, I do not feel like any one of us needs to go off on our own at all from here on out. Maybe we should rest for a day. I still feel terrible. Absolutely. Where's a safe place to rest, though? I mean, we're in a hospital. A hospital that I don't know anything about. Oh, Gildoran, stop being so dramatic. We were just blown up in, in our fisher's apartment. Oh my in house. In the docks. Not, yes. no offense, but it's not much, and it's not like they've lost much of anything. They're not going to come out here and dare hit a hospital. There's order now. This isn't back in the day. Question. Do I know this hospital? You are familiar. As you're as you're getting your bearings, uh, you are familiar with this hospital. Uh, this is actually uh, the clinic that is in uh, the Castle Ward. In fact, it's the only clinic of its kind where they they don't only practice the mystical healing arts of clerics and paladins, but they um, are on the leading edge of herbology and uh, chemistry and kind of they're kind of breaking into antibiotics and, and that kind of they're on the you know forefront of right. scientific medicine okay still researching it still doing trials and things like that but a lot of a uh, lot of physicians running around Amelia kind of relaxes a little bit Zendrea's right we're in the castle ward they're not gonna attack us here not unless they want to die too like actually want to die not because they feel like they have to or something Sandra I have a question 
um, out of character. Did you say anything about the note that Javi left? The, the meet in the, the usual? Oh, I thought I thought he read it out loud. Well, he read the... Uh, yeah, yeah, she would have read it out loud. Okay. You start to hear a commotion, and some of the uh, people in the hospital that are better off than some of the other you see some of the people getting out of the beds and you see them kind of walking towards this large window and you hear a lot of commotion going on like running like footsteps running uh outside go to the window yeah i gotta try to scuffle my way over there through pain (laughs) okay you uh kind of wander over towards the window and you look out there and uh it's clear immediately that there's something going on. There's a lot of hustle going uh, south towards the uh, the other district. And as you kind of look out there, you see a uh, smokestack, a dark black smokestack uh, permeating through uh, the sky in, uh, in, into the clouds as it rises up. Can I tell, like, generally what, like, where it might be from? Um... You get just like, yeah, you get a general sense. It, the city is massive, so it's kind of hard to t- to pinpoint. But it is in the direction of the mighty Manticore. Son of a bitch! What's the matter? Uh, I think we're not quite done with this. I need to find Heskar. We we need to find Heskar and right. Hobby. Okay, just just kind of hobble, hobbles over with his staff, using it as a walking cane to look outside as well. I don't understand it is with you men. And where exactly would you take him? Where will you go? I don't know, but we can't just leave him there. Three, but we can't exactly just go off running when we're all barely even able to walk. I'd rather die comfortable in the bed than die on the street like a rat. I'd rather die helping a friend than leave them to die by themselves. We're not leaving them to die. We're making a plan before we go out there. Naked. Hurt. Injured. And vulnerable. Then make a plan, Andrea. You're just telling me we can't do it. We can't do this. We can't do that. I'm not just going to lay here while the city is under attack. While my friends... My... As he just kind of stops because he was starting to get really upset... Amelia's going to put a hand on his shoulder. She doesn't know what to do either. There is no right choice here. But I do think we need to make one. You can always send the cat. <laughs> Silverdoof meows. I mean, it's a... It's a sound plan. Why not? My sister can talk to it. Uh, the... Mrs. Silverdoof, and he kind of like looks down to her and like kind of a very genuine look on his face he's like the she clearly knows the the city really well i mean who's gonna who's gonna stop the cats the the cat should know who Hescar is so why can't she go and scout for us while we rest the miss silverdoof will come back my sister will talk to it we can get the information and I feel like I'm a quack right now thinking that this cat's going to do any of this. I must have really hit my head hard. And he just kind of like slumped down like on the wall next to 
Xandrea's gurney that she's on, he just kind of like puts his head down like, I'm losing it. You're thinking the cat's gonna get us out of this. Silverdoof raises uh, her right paw and starts licking the paw as you're talking and then stops and then crouches into a uh, pounce position and wiggles the butt and then jumps up at you, uh, Gildorn. <laughs> he's just so out of it in his head. He just like lets Silverdoof pounce on him and he's just like, uh, yeah, okay. Silverdoof uh, kind of walks around and then climbs up on your shoulder and then like wraps uh, like the back legs are on one shoulder and the front legs are on the other shoulder and it's uh, she starts purring really really loudly and you can feel the vibration of the purr on the back of your head oh this is so awkward does this mean it likes me now or something when she starts to chew on your ear it means she likes you a lot oh please don't do that you start to feel sharp claws in your shoulder, and then they kind of alternate back and forth between the left and the right. And then she just kind of sits down on your shoulders. And at this point, you start to hear a uh, like a watchtower bell going off, ding, 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 from the east. Just uh, it sounds like it's just a little bit southeast of where you're from, where you're at, uh, Zandrea. It sounds like it's coming from your ward. Motherfucker. She like slowly gets up from the bed and kind of like walks out the door. She has the pillow with her. She closes the door and there's just like a really long scream that's muffled. <laughs> and there's like a pause. About 10 seconds go by and then she comes back in. Everybody is staring at Vandrea. <laughs> yeah. Well, everybody in your group is staring at Sandrea. Everyone else seems to be kind of crowded up to the window. Uh, and kind of looking out, uh, everybody that can get out of bed is now cluttered around that window looking outside the, uh, the hospital. I'm gonna go up to the people that are around the window. Do you see anything? Uh, one of the individuals, uh, kind of got one of those wolf tail haircuts and he's got the, uh, chin strap beard, looks over at you and, there's fires breaking out all over town. Look! He points out, and as you look out, there are now like 10 to 20 uh, smokestacks just rising up into the sky. She's gonna go back to the group. I think we might need to get out of town before the panic starts, and everybody decides that that's a good idea, too. Where can we go, though? Not leaving. I didn't leave when Xanathar was here. I didn't leave when my parents died, and I'm not leaving now. There's fires breaking out all over the city. Who knows what's going on out there? Yes, leaving doesn't necessarily just get up and ditching the place. Like, but we just need to, from from what Amelia is saying, it sounds like we just need to move from this location that we are currently in. Joe, um, Cateria is the high road. Um, probably high up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking here at the uh, guild hall locations, uh, different places that we could go to lay low. Because, yeah, Talon's probably going to be busy with black rope stuff. There are a couple guilds that you're familiar with in the trade ward that might be safe. But as as Amelia has pointed out, there are fires breaking out in all the different wards across the entire... You can see them as you look out the window. They're 
all over. You're currently sitting in the castle ward, which is like pretty much dead center uh, of Waterdeep. Uh, you're just south of the market in the castle ward, so you're like right there in the center of uh, of town. You know, if we can't go through the towns, we can always go under. That's always a fair point. Wouldn't the people that are trying to flee, like that are causing the fires, try to do that too? Perhaps, perhaps not. But when you're in a city and you look like everybody else, it's kind of easy to just set a fire and walk away. And I'm not, I'm, I'm not the smartest guy here. But if my hunch is right, then every place we've been has been attacked. I've been here a long time, so they'll have to burn the whole goddamn city down. He meant us as a group. Exactly. There are other places we can go. I'm just thinking for the safety of everyone at this hospital, maybe we should. I agree. And again, I do not think that they're going to come out this way, but... As she like looks at like 20 fucking fires out there. <laughs> I would say they have some sort of massive comeback coming to them. Joe. Yes. In my vast empty brain, would there be any place I would know of that might be safe? So the uh, note that Javi wrote said, meet me in the usual place. Mm-hmm. And what he means by that is the um, the tavern that you used to go to. Um, what was the name of that tavern? I don't remember. But you used to have a, a specific tavern in the dock ward that you would go to that uh, he, he was close with the, the owner. And okay. you guys used to meet there after work and drink drinks, remember? Yeah. Yes. It was not the Thirsty Throat. Mm. It was a different one. Wasn't the Salty Wench, right? It, yes, yes, because you guys made jokes about that. Yes. Salty Wenches. Yeah. Yes, that was it. So that you would know that that's what he was referring to in his note. Okay. So for editing purposes, Sekrain, so that you can edit this in and I don't sound like an idiot... You would know, Javi, that uh, he was referencing the salty wench. You mean Nero? God damn it! (laughs) (laughs) And take two. Take five. (laughs) Look, I I know we're all hurting. I know we just were technically blown up. And this has been one hell of a day. Good news is, I'm no longer drunk. So how about we hit up uh, bar. That's your idea? That's... If if I'm saying so myself, that is a terrible idea. I'm going to assume this is the usual place he was talking about. He's gonna nod and look to the rest of you and just be like, Javi is my first friend here. And I need all of you to trust me. If this goes south, it's on me. But I've lost everything... And I'm not going to lose all of you. So, will you trust me? But we're not going to be walking around like this, right? It's going to kind of, like, look down at himself, like... Yeah, she looks at him, and then she looks at, like, her and her brother, like... They're kind of a bit, you know... Looks over at Kate. Cadus just casts a uh, disguise self on himself and makes it look like he's more humanoid, like more more human. Would I be able to make like the wings on his back? Like I don't think so. You it, can't change. Well, 
I mean, it says that the changes wrought by the spell fail to hold up to physical inspection. Mm. Oh, that's right. It's disguise self, not ultra self. Yeah. So I'm um, like, he could just make his wings like yeah. invisible. Like he would still be able to feel them if you touched them. Like, like, like if you actually like reached out and like touched them. So he's gonna kind of like, like you said, like trench coat him, like trench coat it, them around himself. Nero's going to pout and be like, "Well, that's great for you, but I can't do that." Just get a cloak on; we'll be fine. Yeah, I mean, people are probably going to notice me since the little fighting arena the other day with the boulder. So I'm going to need to be disguised as well. As if your silver hair isn't enough, brother. Oh, I can always let my hair down, and then no one will know the wiser. Correct. Is my hair okay, Joe? <laughs> this sounds really important. You have a really messy bedhead. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> uh, Joe, well, I can... how that was to me. <laughs> I look around the hospital, see if I can find us anything to disguise ourselves with. Yeah, samezies. There are only a couple people that are still left in bed, and those people seem to be either asleep or completely incapacitated. Uh, everyone else is looking out this window, and you do see there there are several. Uh, there's uh, a duster, a cloak, kind of hanging up on a rack. There's random clothing that you could grab. They don't belong to you, but they're sitting there unattended. Amelia is too busy mending her clothes from the stab wounds and stuff to notice what they're talking about for like grabbing other people's clothes and things. Sweet Amelia is the biggest edge lord. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Zendra is like. Helping Gilderan and just like, no, you gotta put it in a bun and shove it in there. So yeah, you take uh, a good 10-15 minutes to kind of change your appearance and uh, you all look around at each other and upon initial glance, you do look different. Um, it wouldn't it wouldn't suffice, except for um, Cadis, who has caused, cast a spell to change his entire appearance. Uh, the rest of you, if somebody looked at you like really like took a, a second to inspect you, they would immediately know who you were, if they knew you. But you look different. I suggest we split it up, go in pairs, so they're not looking for all of us all at once. Are we sure that splitting up is really the best idea after what just happened? We're going to split up, we're going to just be a couple of feet away from each other, but not in a giant gaggle. All right. Yeah, maybe like 10 to 15 feet between us, split off in twos. I'll take the front since I'm the tallest and easiest to spot. I'll take the back because I don't like getting hit. <laughs> Nero is too busy fussing with the shirt that he has to wear. Andrea goes over and helps him. <laughs> um, so, Nero, <laughs> you, uh, you find a particular piece of clothing. You find some pants. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and a button shirt <laughs> that looks fairly modern. <laughs> Sorry. Absolutely. And, and now it's canon, and you have and to share it's... that with everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking shirt. Looks nice. Yeah, I bet you're enjoying this, aren't you? Looks pretty good on you. I'm in a lot of pain. Uh... It's so constricting. But but as she, like she's like, no, I'm in pain. But like she like pulls it so she can like button it. But she like looks in, and smirks. He's just staring at her like, all right. So 
Uh, what groups are we going? Well, Gildoran said he was going to take up the front. There's an odd number of us, so he could walk by himself, and then we could pair up in the middle, and then at the back. Works for me. Yeah. I'll walk in the middle. That way, if either side gets hurt, I can try to do something. I'm kind of tapped out and energy-wise. Same. Okay, so you take off out of the clinic. Uh, as you're going through, you uh, see that most of the uh, most of the clinic is is paying attention to the calamity that is going outside, and there does seem to be the beginnings of kind of a. Um, uh, chaos a little bit uh the doctors and the nurses are all running around uh the clerics that are there are kind of paying attention they're pulling people into the clinic as you guys are walking out uh that look like they have burn marks and scorch marks on their clothing and uh some of their skin has been burnt so the uh hospital seems to be receiving patients as you guys are walking out so there's a little bit of chaos going on which you feel like adds to the uh the benefit of you blending in on your way out and as you're walking down through the streets, uh, Nero pointing out which ways to go to get to the uh, Salty Wench. Salty Wench. Yeah, there we go. Sorry. Pointing the way to get to the Salty Wench. I need everyone to roll a perception check. 13. 4. 22. Nat sorry. 20. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> get those push-ups, girl. <laughs> So, Amelia, you are the only one that notices this, but as you're traveling through, you see a, um, <laughs> a rather lanky minotaur from the back end. Uh, and he is carrying a torch, and he seems to kind of be looking around suspiciously as he's walking towards this uh, building. And as you look up at the sign of the building, it is a... Um, it is a general store. It's not anything fancy. You're still in the castle ward, so it's it's a bit nicer than some of the stuff that's in the district that you're from, the ward that you're from. But it's, it, and it carries some nicer things. It's kind of like the difference between uh, like a Salvation Army and Goodwill. There, it's not, okay. there's not much difference there. You see this person kind of looking around suspiciously and then walking up towards the door and begins to reach out and open the door. And then he tosses the torch in. And you see him raise his hand up, and you see a bright light from inside the shop, and you hear screaming and yelling as he turns around and charges down the street. That can't be good. Who's right next to me? Is it Zandrea or Nero? It'd have to be Nero because Zandrea's in the rear. Okay. And to clarify for editing, um, he is heading in the direction that you're heading towards. He's running towards the, uh, the tavern that you're heading to. She's gonna lean over the Nero. Not that there's anything we can do about it right now. But that guy, that Minotaur, just set fire to that other shop there. Um, yeah. Yes. How far, how close are we to the store? To the general store? The one that just got set on fire. You're you're passing by it, so you're maybe fifteen feet away from it. Okay, hang on one second. So I think Nero's going to cast Gust of Wind, which uh, the gust is. It's a line of strong wind, 60 feet and 10 feet wide, in the direction that you choose. And the gust disperses gas or vapor and extinguishes candles, torches, and similar unprotected flames in the area. Okay. Since you're quick enough to get there and uh, do it before any, like, super major damage uh, starts, 
you walk in there and you see that the torch was thrown in there and it was he did something to kind of make it expand and some of the items are on fire but that gust of wind does blow it out before it spreads to the whole shop and if possible i'd like to do it kind of subtly like you know i'm sure that there was a small crowd starting to form um actually everybody seems to be evacuating the area and running away from yeah okay yeah he he's gonna just quickly walk towards it and cast the gust of wind to put out the fire okay yeah you successfully gust through the store and put out the fire people are still running away from that um and you can still see the uh, minotaur individual the back of the minotaur uh as he's kind of traipsing through. He's not fully charging, but he is briskly walking, power walking. Yeah, he's gonna go back and join Amelia and kind of quicken his pace a little bit. Yeah, Amelia will keep step with him as best she can, as injured as she is. So you traipse through the rest of the town and uh, keeping an eye on this minotaur as it seems to be heading in the exact same direction as you. Um, and you uh, you head all the way to the very tip of the docks uh, dock ward on the southern tip there, where it's you're, you're just about in like there's the uh, the main road there that kind of comes through the south gate, and north of that is the southern ward, but the uh, the dock area below that main road is still part of the dock ward. So you're at the very southern tip of uh, Waterdeep in the dock ward, and out past the docks. This last dock kind of extends out, and there's a a rock spire that kind of climbs up out of the water and kind of mounted kind of askew on this uh, on this rock spire is this ship, and there's a staircase that leads up into the cargo hole of the ship, and you uh, you would know that this is the salty wench. The Minotaur continues down, and it begins to uh, ascend the staircase that leads up into the salty wench. Do we do anything about it? Um, if we need to meet Javi there, then maybe we should. We, I don't think we can do anything about it. Wait, do we? Do we even know that this happened? Did you guys share the information with us? No, not yet. Yeah. So, oh. Yeah, we don't know. Yeah, I Fair think uh, Nero would have caught up with Gildorn and relayed just like, "Hey, you uh, see that Minotaur?" Yes. Yeah. He's a little bit of a flame bug, I think. He just set fire to the general store. Keep your guard up. At this time, Nero would probably hear Gildorn's hand, like, shaking on his longsword on his side as he's kind of, like, biting his lip and, like, breathing extremely heavy, like, kind of got that thousand-yard stare going again. Like, he kind of just stops in his tracks when you mentioned the Minotaur and the fire and everything, because he's still not really thinking 100% straight. Every time he takes a step, he's hearing that thudding in his head. Sandrea's like, like waving her hand back and forth. Ren? Hello? Probably like another second or two, he shakes his head and he looks... She she flicks him in the forehead. (laughs) He, He shakes his head, looks at her and like, What? What do you mean, what? Never mind. Just never mind. Leave it be. No, you do not have a mind right now, obviously. It must have walked on off. We'll discuss it later. We're heading to the 
salty wench, right? Let's let's go. I thought okay. we were following the bull. <laughs> we were following a bull? Isn't that what Nero just said? What? Nero's going to lean over and whisper into Andrea's ear everything. Okay. She, no, she looks at her brother and she signs like, oh, we're going to go nail that guy. So the Minotaur continues to uh, to go up the stairs and he gets to the front door and he opens the door. And as he opens the door, you can see into the salty wench and it is basically a ship that has been turned into a tavern. And uh, you see him head in. And as you all cross into the uh, cross the threshold of the door and into the uh, the salty wench, you see him walk over to a table at the bow of the ship, and uh, sits down, like pulls out a chair. And as he kind of moves, he reveals that uh, sitting at that table is Javi, and he sits down. Nero's just gonna like full out just second he sees Javi, just the fuck is going on. Everything stops, and everybody looks at you as you shout that out. And this is where we're going to end this session. Are you kidding me, John? The Xanathar. Really didn't see that coming. So I, I saw it coming. <laughs> I I saw it coming. Like I thought he was going to end it when we woke up in the hospital bed. Not going to lie. That's what I thought too. Yeah. Hey, you! You're finally awake. <laughs> I shouldn't have said that. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Secrain, edit this in where I said that. You but have not, to actually say no, it. No, I'm not going to say it. I'm just going to tell Suckering to do it. So he listens to this <laughs> and curses me out in Spanish and then tells me about it afterwards. <laughs> I look forward to it. That's not cool, man. You got to be nice to your editors. I paid know. or unpaid. <laughs>